0: Welcome once again, everybody, to Blockbuster Mentality. I'm your host, Ben. Been a while, I know, been a while since we've been uh, recording. Went on vacation for a little bit and just, uh, yeah, just needed a little break from the show, but uh, glad to be back. Had a great time talking today with John Gabris. Uh, he's a comedian uh, from, uh, and he's good friends with Adam Pally. Uh, they have a new show on True TV called 101 ways to party before you die. Um, it's on again, true, true TV. It's uh, a funny show, hilarious show, a couple of buddies drinking, having fun in different locations. Uh, he talks about that. Uh, the movie we talk about is big trouble in little China with Kurt Russell. Um, it's, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it, uh, we get into the details. Uh, but it's still fun, even if you haven't seen it, it'll intrigue you to see it. Uh, and yeah, uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter at Blockbuster Cast, Instagram at Blockbuster Mentality. Uh, go to our website, blockbustermentality.com. That's where you get all the updates on the show and all that fun and uh if you could please give us a five star review on iTunes that helps immensely. Um but uh here is my fun conversation with the very funny John Gabris. Are you still filming the the party show, the uh, 101 Ways, or is that, or is no, that over? No, uh, we're
1: done filming. We're done with post production. It's like just straight airing. I think our fourth episode airs this Thursday, and then uh, that's ha- that's the halfway mark.
0: Okay, gotcha. And then I mean, I mean, it's it's got to be a nice break. I mean, that's gotta that's gotta. Kill you that, uh, what you guys do.
1: (laughs) It's a, it's like literally my own episode of Twilight Zone or Black Mirror because it's the best job I've ever had, but it's physically destroyed me.
0: (laughs) I'm sure I I, I
1: gotta fight, I gotta fight the good fight for like the 10 weeks when I'm not shooting, uh, and 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 keep the body trying to bounce back, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine. I just, we just got back from a two week vacation down in, uh, south florida and uh you know just drinking two weeks straight i was just like oh <laughs> i i i came home like excited to give my liver a break and yeah and you just need that. like that
1: i i think i need to take a two week long shower where i yes. don't eat or drink at all you know right slowly bring my
0: body back to like slowly revitalize and add water back to my system <laughs> right exactly yeah you got to get that hydration in um <laughs> um <laughs> what's, uh so yeah i mean explain the show a little i know you've talked your ear off about it but for my listeners you know let them yeah, know sure. what's like how it how did the uh what was the genesis of the show uh again it's called uh Hundred 101, and Ways to par- yeah, 101 places
1: to party before die uh so me and my co-host another comedian that i've been doing comedy with the early 2000s mid 2000s is adam people know him from like mindy project and happy endings song yep. movies dude rules him and i like longtime friends we've always we've always traveled for work like whether comedians like touring comedians back in the day or actors now and then we've frequently traveled together and we realize our vibes are very similar we have similar ideas about travel we both are super passionate about it and the more we work together or hung out and when we started to miss each other we were like dude if we could just film us partying like film us hanging out like and then like our managers are very good friends and they are old party animal buddies so they were like we got the idea. We found this book. We'll buy the right. The book was called 101 places to get fucked up before you die. And we sort of built out this show idea that was kind of like, what is it like for party animals in their late thirties? Now we're in our forties, but when we were pitching it, what's it like to still try to, because, most of my friends in their late 30s, early 40s, if they can steal a fucking dude's weekend or a friend's weekend or a couple's, week, whatever it is, the childless, even when they bring their kids, my 40 year old friends are fucking after it, getting blasted, chasing the good <laughs> chicken sandwich place, like all that shit that w- we do on our travel, except the, the thing Adam and I do that maybe not everyone does is. Are we're professionally funny as well. So like, well, well, yeah, we (laughs)
0: added bonus there. (laughs) Yeah, Exactly.
1: So then we add that and that's authentic to how we are when we travel is we're doing bits with each other, doing bits with the waitress, mocking someone else at another table, mocking the food, enjoying the food. Uh, roasting ourselves, roasting each other, so to bring all that energy into a show has been like a dream come true for us. Just getting to be ourselves, yeah. our gluttonous, humorous, <laughs> uh, and and we're both like you know we love each other. We're we're yeah. like, we're like real adult male friends. We have like real love for each other. So hope uh, we hope that comes across. too, sure. like we just we just want to show that it's not all fucking you know. It's it's bromance doesn't necessarily mean like giving each other wedgies and shit, you know, or okay. farting on each other. Yeah. And stuff. But we still Luggy. can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly.
0: it, it can happen. It can happen.
1: Well, that's just what I, the thrust of it all,
0: you know? Yeah. Well, that's what I love. Like what's so, you know, endearing about the show is it's not, you know, just a couple early 20 year olds doing it. And just like obnoxious, like, okay, whatever you're going around partying. Like, i like that. It's you guys in your forties, like doing this, like, can we handle this? Is Was there, yeah. was there, was there a point where you were just like, like, I don't know if I can continue. Like, was there ever there was point? like due to time
1: constraints and uh, true TV's airing schedule? Like we had to shoot three weeks on one week off two weeks on. So that's Oof. five weeks of partying in six weeks. So yeah. with only one week off and that week off is just uh, unpacking and doing laundry and then f- folding laundry and repacking like it's just like so much clothes and shit so like so I that stretch by the end and then the end of my trip the end after we wrapped my wife joined where I was in Hawaii and we were going to have like some time together yeah but I had been so partied and restauranted out I was like fuck all I want to do is go back to our house put on the air conditioning put on Apple TV and not
0: move (laughs) right (laughs)
1: like But so during that stretch is when I was like, oh, shit. okay, I need to, like, go for walks, drink some water, (laughs) exercise. Right. Uh, It's a regimen I call the weed water wife, because I like when I'm like, all right, I've been on alcohol and not sleeping too much. I need like some weed some right. water and to hang out with my wife <laughs> do
0: you ever do you ever feel like you needed a salad like i just need a i just need something green in me like not not uh, not weed but you know the <laughs>
1: no uh, well that was something like by by week four of the shoot adam and i had finally learned that oh when we're not on camera we should be healthier like we were still eating like burger lunches and shit like wings and shit and we were like wait a minute wait a minute wait we get to eat for fun paid for by other people right off camera and so then we start like our our tender greens and sweet greens postmates were through the roof in every city we were like (laughs) salad lunch it's like yes please it's like skip breakfast just drink uh black coffee it's like yes it's like uh everyone's going out for uh pizza after drinks it's like i am going home to eat almonds and drink water yes. need to, yeah you need to come back
0: hard <laughs> exactly and did uh adam does he have kids and you don't or he, do yeah i have no
1: kids he has yeah. three kids so like uh, he's got to wake up early and facetime them and shit yeah. like, none of the stuff i even have to <laughs> do but and like i go home to my 40 year old my my wife who's 40 and like my dog and we're just and he's a senior dog and we're like we lay low. He's right. got to go home and fucking go to drive to camp, pick up at school and shit. I, I'm like, thank yeah. God I get that rest.
0: Yeah, that's rough. That is rough. Yeah, I, um, yeah, we, I, we, because we, yeah, the vacation we just went on was with the kids, and yeah, I'm looking. We go on a cruise on uh in December without them, so oh, looking forward to yeah. that one. I mean, it was yeah. great with the kids. You know, they're a blessing. They're a blessing, but you know, <laughs> well, I think more people just
1: need to like do both. Like that's yes, all. Exactly. So, like, just remind yes. for your for your and your partner's sanity it's like yes <laughs> let's just do two nights without the kids like yeah. uh, and we're actually on vacation and like we yes. are not catering to them like yeah i think uh, you deserve that
0: a hundred percent a hundred percent um and i'm sure you've gotten this question a zillion times but uh what was your favorite place during well, the go, show
1: going into it i assumed maui was going to be my favorite place because i had been there a few times and it re- and it was like it didn't I mean, it it didn't surprise me because I I knew. So like uh, Maui was a a great fuck, but I had never been to Moab, Utah, or even heard of it. So after going to that, that's the site I'd like the spot I'd like to most revisit. I had been to San Juan, Puerto Rico before, and I'd love to go with my wife on like a full like... Excuse me, grown ups' vacation there because the food and party scene was so dope, and you know it's it's a giant island full of uh, nice people, so that's that's always appealing, right? But- moab utah i had never been up to never heard of is not really my vibe and i can't wait to go back
0: there. wow yeah that's like the last place you would think like oh we're going to, why are we picking this place but obviously it has has a reason you know it's uh it's usually those places that yeah you don't expect i mean it's kind of like movies like if, if i'm going in with low ex- expectations like that's usually the movies i like and yeah vice I- versa you know it's like <laughs> it's it's definitely psychological. I think it's just you just are, you just go on for the ride. I didn't expect much, and then it's like, wow, I was blown away. So that's, <laughs> yeah, that's so
1: yeah, exactly. And then it's also kind of like uh i'm at this new phase of my life where i'm getting more into the outdoorsy type shit that i wasn't into before so like moab has that too where i'm like shit maybe that's something i do for like my 45th birthday is like glamp out in moab or like uh, you know do a big mountain bike ride or something dumb some dumb old man activity shit like that
0: yeah because i I saw i mean i've been burned a few times by uh going off wikipedia for guests or whatever are are you were you from new york originally was yeah i'm I'm
1: from long island new york okay okay a little offshoot of the the state
0: the little uh, island that goes on. Yep. The- oh, there you there go. There you go. <laughs> nice. I. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, I never. I always get but, like. I'll, I think I talked to Ari Spears once. And I was like, "You're a. You're. You're from Chicago, right?" He's like, "No, I'm from New York." It's like, "Oh, okay. Well, Oops. that's what I, what, I get, what I get. What I get for trusting the internet, you know." Moving on. Uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's that's great. That's uh, yeah. I mean, to be able to do it with a, a you know one of your best friends and yeah to do all that it just feels
1: so normal you know yeah like it just feels and the crew is great these guys like these people are pros they know what they're doing and it's such a fun scene, like setup and it's just like you know we're the bosses too and and we're not i'm not always like in a high status position but like we forget it and then you're like half in the bag after a dinner and you're like talking to the showrunner shout out michael rucker and you're like am i was that funny he's like uh you're okay like yeah guys relax we're like people hate us right it's like no you guys are just
0: drunk and sad like let's get you home it's gonna be okay (laughs) Yep, all those the other drunken tears you know you gotta (laughs) gotta deal with them gotta get past it but no that's that's great and you guys met through i think through comedy is that how you met
1: yeah, we met we uh early on in, at UCB in our uh early 20s after college, like I would say like 04, 05. We got put on a uh, improv team together
0: oh. back in the day. It was
1: kind of random and then we hit it off as uh we bonded over the fact that both of we were, we're in, we were in long-term relationships already. We've now since married those same two women, so we've but, always bonded over our monogamy and look all at of our you. young friends are, you know, dating and we're like no i have a yeah. serious girlfriend who doesn't want to come watch me do improv it's like hey same here maybe we should get dinner with them sometime or whatever
0: right there you go that's awesome um the um uh, what was i gonna say i edit uh i say i edit but then i don't um but uh because <laughs> I, um, I hate it it's so time consuming and i'm just like eh, whatever let's just keep it organic you know whatever um but uh i i your um, publicist, uh, you know, came to us with you because uh, apparently you're a, you're a huge movie guy. She was so impressed just how knowledgeable you were with it, and I was like, "Wow, perfect fit. Let's do it." Yeah. Um, it's uh, I, I um you I know, host I- two movie podcasts in wow. addition to a non
1: movie podcast. That's how you know I'm passionate about movies. That man. Means- I've been watching uh, movies every day since I was a little kid. I can't get enough of the screen, video games, TV and movies. It all works on me. I love it all. And I'm always down to talk about movies. So, yeah, they,
0: I love it. That's... When I was like, do you want
1: to do this strangers podcast? I was like, uh, what is it? No, like talking about movies. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll talk to a, <laughs> any fucking any old <laughs> asshole about Big Trouble in Little China. I don't give a <laughs>
0: fuck. Well, that that leads to to my question, uh, first of all. So, yeah, we have people on who are, you know, in familiar with the industry and, you know, are in show business, have them on to get their perspective on film. So why uh, why did you choose Big Trouble in Little China to uh, speak about?
1: OK, well, two things like usually with a movie podcast that asks me to pick a movie. Uh, To talk about, I picked something I haven't seen yet to like force myself to find down and watch in blank. But this was uh, your favorite movie. And at the time, I was also like a little too busy to like fully watch a whole, because I was just going to straight up be like, well, here's a movie I know I love. I haven't watched in 15 years. I'll just say it's my favorite movie so I can rewatch it. But then I was panicking that I wouldn't be able to rewatch it. And uh, so I just picked a movie that I is my favorite movie okay yeah and i know it by heart so i didn't wouldn't and like and that's big trouble on little china and like uh kurt russell john carpenter fucking yeah. everything uh, uh kim cattrall two right. girls with green eyes uh david uh Hong, the uh <laughs> the um just got a star on the walk of fame this is like this movie fucking meant so much to me as a kid. And it means still so much. Like I've never, I don't have anything in my life that I liked this much when, for one reason, when I was a kid and the even more as an adult for like, I grew up with the movie in a way where I like found a new way to appreciate it. Like every 10 years. And I'm like just relishing in it constantly. It's, it's everything I want in a movie. It's got a like beautiful people, great action, Some weird fantasy element. Right, yeah. It's got it's got like everything (laughs) and then it's also so fucking funny.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny, it's yeah, tongue in cheek, and yeah, it it doesn't ever take itself seriously, which I love. Like in its um but uh, to your point about yeah I, I you like to pick a movie that you haven't seen i, I love when guests pick a movie i haven't seen because it's like oh sweet a new movie and this honestly i i've seen bits and pieces of it but to do research for the show i watched it i mean i think for the first time all the way through so this is my first oh see, now <laughs>
1: now i'm even happier with my choice because it got one person to watch the whole yes movie. So, like, yeah I'm, I'm, and then hopefully some of your listeners have it's really something oh, you weirdly go. special. I'm okay. oh, sorry, froze am I for a little th- frozen.
0: Yeah, you know you're good now. Yep.
1: Uh, it's really something uh, special. If you've never seen it, it really is sneaky in how much wild shit is going on. In right. It. It's like <laughs> it's dressed up like a random like 80s 90s like mid-budget action sure. comedy thriller thing. But then there's just so many elements at play and maybe my favorite thing and I, I'm curious about you watching it for the first time that fact that kurt russell is the star of the movie but he's not the protagonist
0: yeah and that's been uh, i know it's been uh, you know d- doing research like uh, it seems like it's been like a not an argument but like a debate on whether is he the is he the protagonist or is he a sidekick and yeah, yeah and i think
1: a lot of people believe he's the sidekick to his buddy wang and i yeah. think he, i think He like never knows what's going like. There's a super cut on YouTube of Kurt of Jack Burton just going, huh? And like being confused. (laughs) There's not. a What in the hell is a low pan? What? He says, what is that? Or what is the last thing he said? Or what are you talking about? Or huh? So many times in that movie. And he's. It's like a weird commentary on America in a way, too, because it's like all these hardworking Asian people and women getting everything done. And then there's like a confused... White man who's just kind of storms in and is like, huh? And he's like, yeah, he's, and feels like he's the hero. He's like, you know, he goes right and che- like, well, <laughs> checks in the mail, pal. Checks Like narrates in the mail. his own life. And <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's a very fun look at America where it's like yeah, he's getting he- all the credit for this. And it's right. like, And also the place that's being ravaged is little China. You know, it's like it's like weirdly imperialistic that he shows up spraying machine guns and like gets involved in something that has nothing to do with him and then doesn't even really help (laughs) over the course of the movie. Well, fucking rules.
0: Yeah, definitely. And like you said, it is it is a a, you know, it does speak on uh, America and just how little I think uh, a lot of us know about, you know these other cultures and you know what's what's going on i mean hopefully that you know we there's not really this black magic that's going on in places but you know it does speak on that that aspect (laughs) um and it's i i I love how quick paced it is too because yeah you have him you know going uh you know driving and doing yeah the whole yeah check is check or Cash in my check line, all that, yeah. Um, going through, and then he's gambling, and then all of a sudden they're at an airport, and just kidnaps it, it happening, cruises, and just yeah. like
1: <laughs> it's kind of it's- like pulpy in like an adventure novel kind of way. In that, like uh, Jack Burton's like immediately involved, immediately, and like it's about just like money. Wang owes him from a bet is like the reason he's all the way. Like by the end, he's fighting like in a spiritual. More to save the earth and it's right like, and that all stemmed from like he owed me like a thousand dollars
0: or yeah whatever. all yeah. of this all yeah. of this like he's he's trying to get out of town but wang won't pay him his money and then yeah. it's just Dulling all the snowballs reflexes. he's like oh now i gotta save now i gotta save san francisco who's gracie law
1: i'm gracie law okay <laughs> like i i i love you i didn't even think about that the pacing of the movie is very yeah. modern and how fast it moves it's like here, here's what we're doing and now we're there egg is leading a, a group of people into the belly of the beast and we're there now we're trying to rescue women and we're rescuing them and now we're caught again like
0: they right. just like <laughs>
1: keep powering through in such a way that
0: yeah and they they keep sneaking in this little exposition and stuff about what this uh, what is actually going on in the grand scheme of things and it's like if if you it definitely takes multiple views to to catch it cuz i i watched it you know a couple of weeks ago had to cancel and then today i refreshed my memory by just kind of skimming through it and i was noticing like oh okay now i get that part and <laughs> right yeah there's
1: it it works on a it's just like one of those movies where there's just more going on than there needs to be in a good way where you're like <laughs> yeah, you're like this movie doesn't even need this many details like the big street fight like early on when they're stuck in the car and they and like he pulls out his knife and then there's like a huge street fight in between the yellow bandana guys and the red bandana guys oh, and right. he's conf- yep. and he's confused the whole time and then when it ends there's like low pan and he's like an energy yep. being and it's like <laughs> that we're 15 minutes into the movie The movie opens with egg in an interview and that ends with the cold open of the movie ends with uh, egg going chinese black magic as lightning appears between his hands
0: yes and you're like okay <laughs> yeah. this is at
1: minute this is it's 45 seconds into the movie and we've got like emperor palpatine lightning and
0: in, inside right. like a yeah.
1: regular office so where the fuck does this movie go and this movie takes you on the
0: yeah ride. well it's funny because yeah you have that and then it meshes with the silly like john wayne type talking that uh kurt russell's doing in the truck right. and it's just yeah. like okay what are we in for at this point and then like, we are, those
1: two worlds literally <laughs> colliding. And then yes. w- we haven't even touched on I've, I've mentioned low pan a few times, but his crew is the three storms. These yep. three <laughs> insane, badass martial <laughs> artists with super specific powers that don't seem to really fit them in the long run but yeah so great fucking stunty fun shit to watch with the guy who can inflate himself like well apparently
0: i know oh my god yeah we're definitely gonna get to that um thing um the um well and even one of the guys is wearing you know that big I just call it a sombrero, but <laughs> that right, big thing. Yeah. Apparently, like that the, the sun, apparently that was inspiration act. for the character in uh, Mortal Kombat. For like, rated, so the yeah, Cause, yes. Cause he he, ri-
1: <laughs> he, literally rides down on uh he like
0: repels down on a lightning bolt, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Now, were you um, into uh, like, or and are you into like? Asian mo- culture movies with like kung fu and stuff. Typically. I was growing
1: up because like I watched a lot of martial arts movies and did martial arts. I didn't. I wasn't like you know I was like '80s white kid familiar with Asian culture. Now right. I'm like a 40 year old man who's lived in multiple major um, metropolitans and understand that Asian culture is not what I was seeing <laughs> on, <Yeah>. on TV, <laughs> uh and that that Steven Seagal is not Asian at all. Right. And like uh, <laughs> right, so you yeah, like the- uh. But I was always I was into uh, the stuff stuff that was magical or mystical. And unfortunately, in the 80s and 90s, Asian culture was, you know, and Native American culture and and Cajun culture all kind of got that like it's magic over there, which which is a weird form of (laughs) racism in some capacity. But yeah, (laughs) at the same time, I think like. I I was this movie it was made for me in between my love of Kurt Russell and my love of martial arts it's like it's the s- s- iconic 90s action hero like I'll save the day energy undercut by the vibes like of, of making fun of the guy and then sure. added a plethora of awesome martial arts and magic stunts and shit so the movie is just like I, you know, I grew up watching all those, like the Van Damme, uh, all those Marshall Bruce Lee was my favorite, like all that shit I loved. And then this movie kind of brought it in and also like interacted with it in a way that I was not expecting as a kid. And now as a grown up, it's like to pull this genre off. They're like doing so much shit.
0: No, absolutely. Yeah. Are, are you a John Com- uh, John Carpenter guy? Big big Carpenter fan. Like, didn't know I was a big Carpenter fan until I
1: like was in my twenties and understood like who directed what. But I grew up. I loved Halloween, and I fucking loved Big Trouble in Little China. And two two of the things I loved about those movies was their scores. And he also yes. does the scores for his movies. Big Trouble in Little China has a great fucking score. Yeah. Fog- great fucking score great movie he he just makes he made a lot of bangers early on in his career and i'm, I'm a big fan of his music and his fucking movie so
0: yeah no the score is definitely yeah and it's got that like classic 80s vibe to it and yeah brilliant I was um I'm again I'm I'm fairly new to this movie so like I was super confused at first like uh the way they were portraying Wang when they're like gambling like I thought for sure like Wang was like a bad guy and was like going to bring you know jack to a place you know for the money but really it was just him setting him up or something right 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 it it seemed that way and i was like what because
1: (laughs) that's how movies like were destined because they're competing against each other so you think you honestly think when you if you like are using modern like movie language you think that we're just gonna see kurt russell be a hero in this moment and then leave this place and be some and never interact with this person again because it's like the cold open of the movie where you just see oh this is our hero being a badass and then our hero joins the actual plot of the movie after this but no this is like the beginning of it all and the dumb uh barely and arguably good reason to get him to chase them the whole time to follow the story the whole time
0: right right and that yeah and that definitely yeah he like we said before he's definitely you know the sidekick he's just doing like he's just following along with everyone and he's kind of he's kind of an idiot in a way like he's oh he's, he's not... a major
1: uninformed idiot he's yeah <laughs> he, he, he is arguably the eye candy of the movie like the way there's there's an, a case to be made that it's sort of undercutting the trope of like the damsel in distress right we have like this Beautiful man Kurt Russell, whose hair always looks amazing, like a female character in an 80s or 90s movie. Yep. It's like she's been underwater and fighting. Like, why is her hair not yeah. like her hair doesn't look oh. messed at all? And he does not really help at all, but <laughs> everyone is kind of intrigued by him and he's like a linchpin for to yeah. the story for some reason. So he's arguably our like our our damsel in distress, the case, and like I find that to be a very fun look at the movie as well, where you're like, oh, he like he like legit needs to be rescued twice. (laughs) And he's our hero.
0: (laughs) Well, even the uh, the climax, like he's really not part of that big battle. Like he shoots like the ceiling and it falls on him and he passes out. So yeah, and he just... accidentally
1: kills the guy in the armor with his knife boot. Like, like he doesn't yes. get a chance to do a lot. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> Definitely. Um, well, uh, let's see. I got my notes here. Uh, whatever happened to, so uh, that, that's one thing I was a little confused about. So, um, Kim Cattrall was meeting her friend at the airport and they were trying to kidnap her, but they ended up kidnapping Wang's fiance instead. I think
1: Wang's fiance is who she was going to meet because that Wang's fiance had a story like she's the other girl. And so then they end up getting two girls with green eyes for the price of one. And they they only need the Asian girl with green eyes. Who's Wang's fiance and, and Gracie law's friend or Gracie law is going to tell a story about her. I forget what the exact dynamic is, but I do think that's the same person. So the two of them, like uh, and then so they Lopan needs them both for whatever immortality spell or whatever the fuck he's doing for himself.
0: Yeah. Well, Gracie. Yeah. The, the, the woman she's originally there to meet. Do we ever see that woman again? It's just, Oh yeah. No, I don't know. I don't think yeah, so. No. I think it's just, it's just, oh, she's gone. All yeah. right. <laughs> we figured that out. <laughs> just let's not write her back in. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, uh, uh, love when he comes to the brothel and, uh, <laughs> it's raining cats and dogs out there. And that he's got uh, uh, yeah, it's the dorky glasses.
1: version of himself. <laughs> another, another great, uh. Uh, moment I like too is when he's going undercover as like the telephone repairman and he just holds up a telephone with the wire dangling it's from like, it. Like, that's <laughs> at all a tool they would use. He's like, Yeah, well, gotta go. And he's like over talking, like <laughs> super confident. It's really funny. <laughs> uh,
0: oh, I love a good night shift. And he's like walking in. Yeah, has a, has a telephone because he's a telephone repairman. So naturally, he's gonna have a telephone on him.
1: That's a great Burton moment. Another great uh, Burton moment is when uh egg egg there's like a weird sea monster underneath the uh, streets and egg shen throws like some of his uh magic bombs at it and it like and he goes we won't be seeing that again <laughs> the look on kurt russell's face on jack Bear's face is like what in the fuck have i gotten myself into
0: <laughs> definitely i i like the uh the lore behind it i, I one thing i wish i wish they Again, upon rewatch, they you know you can understand it a little more. But I wish they expanded maybe a l- tiny bit on you know what was going on with Lopan. But I guess with a '80s movie that's an hour and a half, you know, you just want it to move along. You don't yeah. want it to be that deep. But that's just my selfish want. Wanting is like more of that lore. Like, all right, what really happened?
1: Yeah, but. there's some there's some <laughs> comics that take place in in the world too now that I've gotten popular. I wonder if they expand. See. I, I get that. And for me, I just love how rich it seemed. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like we only see a glimpse of what what is really going on underground in Little China. And I'm so ex- But you're right. There's there's way more. And I, I'm very curious about how long Lopan has been running his gangs and all that. But it's also fun that it feels super rich and barely touched upon. Like, there's something right. about that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: definitely and then we touched on uh the the one dude who can expand himself feel like he gets out of like uh jack's grip by expanding himself but yeah he just
1: (laughs) can inflate himself in some insane way and then there's the uh ride the lightning guy and then there's the dude who can kind of like throw little metal ball like he has like telekinesis more yeah yeah exactly (laughs) yeah yeah
0: (laughs) But I, I just love, again, back to the beginning, I just love how they just happened upon this alley because they're chasing down and it's, uh, I didn't realize the first time, but watching it today, it's a funeral procession. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> they're basically attacking that. Um, but, uh, and then, yeah, he's all concerned about his truck and, you know, it's, that's all that's all he wants. But then, yeah, he just keeps getting thrown, thrown into these situations. Um <laughs> the uh yeah low pan i love the makeup design on him when he's like that old old man like that's like oh yeah and he's got super and he's, creepy like,
1: he's kind of goofy with his like weird skin yes he's like, oh,
0: ha, ha, oh. <laughs> when he like
1: kind of mocks uh oh, ha, ha, he makes fun yeah. of uh jack burton is really yeah. great too <laughs>
0: Uh, and then at one point uh, don't they get like stuck in wheelchairs and uh, uh, yeah he he's,
1: yeah. he's in a wheelchair he escapes but then he rolls backwards all the way down until he's dangling over and like this is what I like about them too like the setting is like San Francisco and then they go underground yeah. and it's like a, a fully fantastical world exists underneath the ground there's like temples there's giant <laughs> wells there's fighting pits there's monsters there's Full wars being waged and no one knows about them. It's such a fun,
0: uh, you know. It's such a weird choice. Well, like uh, I think it was Wang's uncle says at the beginning, "China is here, China is here," and Jack's like, "What? What? Are, what the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> just like, give me my. Truck I think that
1: back. that'll eventually make sense to me. Oh no, the movie ended and it still doesn't. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I mean I was totally getting John Wayne vibes, and apparently Kurt Russell did. Uh, Emulate uh Kurt or um John Wayne for this. He was purposely oh, kind of sure. talking he, that he,
1: way. Like, he does a little bit of. He's like, yeah, all the, right, yeah. When the when the devil comes and says well, rent, pal, you say checks in the you know like he he's checks in the classic way. like, <laughs> and that's all doing it, fuck. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> How, I mean I, it's like Jack burr says, what the. exactly i i nothing against wang but i mean how how does he he pull a girl like uh mao mao yin you know i mean that's uh i think i think
1: you see how because he he's willing to fucking fight his way down like yeah he's the hero yeah that translates well for him i'm assuming
0: yeah. yeah okay okay, and he probably has a great personality you know uh, right
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's very it's very cute, very sweet,
0: yeah yeah exactly, so you know um but yeah i it's uh yeah a very uh entertaining movie it's nonstop you don't get bored at all like you know it's uh yeah it's just yeah, I'm so glad you 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 picked it. What what what, what kind of are you into? Newer movies now? Like, are you liking what's been coming out? Like, are you uh, more of an action I, guy? Or
1: I love I love uh, you know I love to see all the new big blockbuster movies. I have absolute like franchise fatigue. Like, I don't. I'd like to see some more standalone movies. Some yes. Like, I just don't want to have to like every movie I'm seeing. I also have to like buy into something way more than that. You know what I mean? Like, I just, no.
0: Oh, definitely i just
1: like so like for me i'm stoked to see like uh like i really enjoyed vengeance bj novak's movie i just saw that i I need
0: to see that yeah that looks awesome
1: it was truly enjoyable it was like very different and surprised me i'm I, i a lot of like everything everywhere all at once top gun maverick yeah. those are a couple of my favorite movies of the year
0: i couldn't believe um, how much i liked top gun maverick that was just <laughs> it was
1: made for me and i just came in and i and it fucking achieved <laughs> Thing I wanted it to achieve. It just it,
0: worked on me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It uh, the the wait because they kept pushing it back, pushing it back. Like yeah, and I just release. could not be more excited. I was like, please <laughs> give it I know. to us. please. Yeah, <laughs> and they delivered. They one hundred percent delivered. <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah. Because the Marvel, yeah, the Marvel stuff. I don't know if you're into that, but yeah, that just it's just getting at this point. It's just like. Once, once the whole Thanos stuff happened, I'm like, all right, that was the end of that chapter, and I'm kind of almost done. I'm still hanging on a little, but I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah,
1: I'm a little tired. <laughs> I'm a little tired of all things Marvel and Star Wars, but uh,
0: yeah, I'll still
1: probably see every single fucking thing they put out. And, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. And,
0: uh, <laughs> and it, they know it, that, and it's this weird <laughs>
1: relationship I have with them where. I'm just dealing with the fact that they know I'm a pig for fucking content. So thank yeah. you, <laughs> thank are you, you, Disney. Are, <laughs> thanks,
0: appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, are you into any of the the um, like art house films, like in the with like Oscar films or anything like that? Or
1: yeah, I try to watch all the uh, yeah. nominated for best picture movies, of course. Uh, yeah, my favorite, one of my favorite movies of last year. I don't think I could call it my favorite, but it's definitely top three was Drive My Car, which is like a. Three plus hour, uh, you know, Japanese language, a foreign language film, and it was like, right. Uh, so I, I, will watch them all. I'm curious. You know yeah, that's. Mean? I watch bad. I watch a lot of B action movies on Netflix, like foreign action movies and foreign thrillers. I, uh, I watch a lot because I, 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 can do subtitles pretty well when I'm stoned. Yeah. Uh, it actually helps me pay attention because I, I, I'm so. Hooked on story that I won't look at my phone, but if it's an if it's an English, I may start looking at my phone. And right, because you miss can hear a bunch it of shit and... when I'm super. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you can pay
0: like, attention more almost when there's yeah, subtitles. I, yeah, I dive yeah. in
1: on the subs. So I watch a lot of foreign action movies, a lot of foreign thrillers. I am constantly checking boxes for movies I haven't seen that I've heard of. Uh, I watch a movie every week for my podcast, Action Boys, which are all like classic action movies from before, from the 70s, 80s and 90s. Okay, Um, I'm watching a new movie every week for my podcast, the movie buff that I do on Spotify Live every night doing a new episode. So I got to see a new movie that weekend. And then, like, I'm always doing another podcast where I got so I'm constantly yeah. <laughs> consuming all types of movies. And I am of the mindset that, like, I like to watch movies. So if it's a bad yeah. movie, I'm still happy to have watched a movie rather than
0: well, know, yeah, because I, mean, I
1: or <laughs> even the bad
0: even the bad ones, I like to break down and you know talk about like or you find something cool or, You're
1: like, yeah. oh, that's a great performance by this one person, or definitely. Like, Oh shit! They made eight of these movies. Now I gotta watch all of the you know
0: Boyaka movies or whatever. Right, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <man. laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, that's how I feel. Yeah, I love when someone picks something that I haven't seen again because I get to watch another movie. And yeah, yeah. I've been a guest a, a few times on other podcasts where it's like, all right, sweet. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm glad to talk to a fellow movie guy. Um, what? Uh, so yeah, just wrapping up here. What? Um, uh, your podcast when do they release every week every t- what when they release and your uh when when does the show uh, release i know what days every, does it release every thursday
1: say. night at 10:30 on true tv uh you could watch episodes on truetv.com with a cable login if you don't have a cable login which a lot of modern people don't these days um you can watch the first episode on youtube Uh, Maybe we'll put more on. I don't know if we can get them to do that. But you can also buy episodes wherever you buy VOD stuff like Amazon or Apple or something like that. You can straight up buy a season. I think it's like under $20 too. So like if, if if you're dying to watch a travel show and don't have cable. There's your move or use your parents login uh, and check it out wherever you watch. Uh, we got a few episodes out so far. I'm very proud of the show. I think if you like travel shows, which yeah. is a low bar, I like bad travel shows. So this is a, a, a <laughs> decent travel show with comedy. So if you like it at all, you're in like if that's yeah. anywhere at all in your warehouse, you're set.
0: That's what's up. Uh, and then uh, any other projects coming up that uh, you can speak about?
1: I got nothing on the docket that, I, uh, you know, no, no teasers, nothing exciting here. But um, hopefully I'll be uh, traveling again soon. Um, And as always, follow me at Gabrus on all social media for any of the news you might want to hear about what I got going on.
0: There we go. And
1: also, if you don't want to hear because I barely (laughs) give a fuck what I'm doing. I understand if you don't. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Love it. Um, Yeah. I know you got to go. And then, yeah. So appreciate, really appreciate you coming on my man. You're welcome back anytime. Would love to talk more movies with you. Um, Thanks for
1: having me, Mr. C Cord.
0: Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Uh, I love it. It's, it makes me feel a certain type of way, (laughs) but um, all right, man. Well, yeah, again, thank you so much uh, for coming on. Oh, thanks
1: for having me, bud. Uh, Talk soon. What in the hell?
0: There you have it, folks. John Gabris, big trouble in little China great conversation cool guy glad he was uh, able to come on and uh, hopefully hope hopefully he'll come on again talk another movie uh, it was great uh, great speaking with that dude uh, again follow us on Twitter at blockbuster cast Instagram blockbuster mentality a blockbuster mentalitycom and five-star review on iTunes that would be great but uh, yeah we'll got uh, more uh, exciting guests coming up um, And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll release episodes when we, when we release them, uh, let us know if it's uh, too little, we're going to try our best to, to keep this thing going, keep it rolling, keep the guests coming. Sometimes it gets a little discouraging, you know, emailing these publicists and it's like, come on, someone give me a yes, give me a yes. But I understand people are busy and sometimes they just don't want to do their homework and watch a movie to come on the show, which is fine too. I don't blame them. But anyway, all right, folks. Well, that is it for me. For John, I'm Ben. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies.